The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. And Yurka, welcome back from your two-month birthday celebration again. Oh, no, it's it's just good a, to have it's you back. A quick urination. What? And we bring in a crosstalk with Waddle and Sophie. She was saying, "Welcome back from your your birthday partying, not no, back from the she, toilet." I, I left. <laughs> you pointed out that I had left. That's why you stole the headphones. Yeah, you had done all that. And she I didn't said to you. me, "Welcome back from wherever I was because I departed the studio momentarily." So. Welcome back from your urination Thank trip. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Please. I met somebody in there. A very friendly chap. You oh, guys yeah? don't really. Do you talk oh, in yeah. the bathroom? I talked to the guy. I yeah. said hi to the guy. You got to go straight eyes forward, though. Well, he was crossing to go to the, wash his hands. I was entering the building. So I entered. Boom, boom. And he said, hey, have a good one. I see you, too, my friend. Peg, this is my favorite. It's very friendly. My favorite dad joke of all time. You walk into a, a, a bathroom, like a public bathroom, that's bunch of people are in and the first thing you scream is oh so this is where all the richards hang out except you, you say dicks right <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, that's kind of that breaks the tension in a mess room that is, that's that what i said it's a dad joke. funniest thing i ever saw is in miami uh is ricky oh, William, larry zonka's thing larry zonka was they were tiring his number it was a monday night i think we were out there we we're doing a show down there right what's going on huh what well, what happened, Peggy? I don't know. Peggy's going crazy here. You all right? Is this a bathroom story? No, yeah, it's a bathroom because story. Because you were going like uh, this so with we're, four we're four deep in the, in the thing. You're getting in the line. It's four deep. And then all of a sudden, another guy looks over and goes, whoa, look at the size of that. I'm surprised you don't have back problems. And we all just start laughing. You know? It was Larry Zonka? out of nowhere. No, it was during the Larry Zonka oh. retirement thing. We're in the restroom. And then a kid just looks next uh. to the guy next to him and just starts going, wow, look at the size of that thing. Then <laughs> somebody giggled, and then it was okay for everybody. Water's cold. Yes. We're all yeah. deep. Yeah. So, no, we had a good time in there. In there. Yeah. Because you had to wait we your turn. It's like Zanies. I told the kid that did it. I told, the, I told the kid that did it. I said, this is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. I go, thank you. That's right. And then I was leaving. The in the men's room. It was a day of rain, and I was leaving the stadium. We had tickets in the upper deck. I'm leaving the stadium. You said deck, said, right? No, no. Upper deck, yeah. <laughs> and I, I had a poncho on. <laughs> and I had something that was protecting me from the rain. As I get up, some of that pours in the fellow in front of me, right? Oh, no. I don't know from yeah. my thing. I get up, I walk out, the guy chases me down. You know, he comes up and he chases me. He goes, hey, you spilled water on me. I said, hold on. I said, when I stood up, the poncho may have... Let some water go. Because Unintentional. It's, it's raining out here, you, you know, you moron. And then he said something else to me. And then I finally told him, I go, listen, champ, I said, you need to get back to your seat while you still can get back to your seat. You need to shut your mouth. <laughs> now, that's what you need to do. And he's like, I said, get your blank back to your seat while you still can. And then out of the corner of my eye, I saw a cop coming. So... Then I couldn't do anything. I said, get moving, get moving. Move along. What would you move? Best pretzels. Then? Best you, pretzels. Did you do that little throat thing? Shot. I knew you were going to say that. Straight to a throat, throat shot. shot. I, knew, throat I knew you were going to say Straight that. Straight to a throat shot right here, right in the throat. But could that cause, like, long-lasting damage? I would not care. Okay. But I'm thinking about when the lawsuit happens. I was leaving at halftime anyway. When the lawsuit happens. Good luck finding me. 
Okay. Good luck. Well, you said him. there was a cop right there. Well, he was coming, but I saw the cop, so there was not going to be a throat shot. No cop. Boom. The guy was keep continuing. If he didn't go straight to the throat, boom, yeah. right there. You can go feel for that esophagus for a while. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> and then oh neem in the nuts as he falls nope. to the ground. Nope. Then poke him in the eye, gouge an eye out. Have a dangling eyeball. Peggy, you could always fart on them, too. Go home. Yeah. Knock them out. Good luck. Uh, yeah. Good luck, Johnny, Johnny, Richie Williams get another what? 200 That yards. was a nice welcome into the station today. Yeah. yeah. Nice Johnny little. pulls out the butt gun. Look oh, out. At least he right. gave you a warning. I he was. doesn't give you the warning. I was being a gentleman. Give us the warning. Yeah. Yeah. If Sylvie was walking down, no. I'd just let him walk right into it. Right into it. <laughs> I, I've him. learned. Mm. When, I walk down, when I walk down testosterone lane upstairs, I've learned to be careful. Yeah. You have to be very careful. A lot of burping careful. and farting going that on up right there. right side of the yeah. offices. Oh, and yeah. Language. The language on that side of the building is a little bit saltier than most. Yeah. It is. That's true. And I have to apologize for that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Good you, one. You, you and good Dion one. up there are like two drunken good sailors. One. I don't think Dion's ever said a swear word <laughs> in her life. Um, you haven't seen her with this one. She... <laughs> And by me? this one, I mean you, Peggy. I was Peggy. just going to say, yeah. this one, does That's that mean exactly me? That exactly means you, yes. No, she won't swear around me. She corrects me, or she apologizes oh, for she? me when I when I do, when I get out of hand. She can't handle your type of female toxicity, Oh, yes, she, she can. She's Who's most fine. likely to swear, um, Tracy Butler or Dion Miller? Oh, Wow, that the, could take a long time. Dion, because only, I don't think no, Tracy swears no, ever. Tracy only swears when she gets the weather wrong, which is every day. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Ouch. Oh, Ouch. my gosh. Welcome to. She's a teammate. Yeah, well, he's teammate Thomas. of whose? She's a teammate of ours. Where? How? A, a, exactly. She, an attendant in the building. Ah, uh, well, that's not a teammate. That's just a neighbor. You don't like all your neighbors, Peggy. Don't pretend. <laughs> <laughs> you like Tracy, though. I love Tracy. She Tracy, was, we apologize for your She's thoughts. one of my favorite weather guessers in the city of Chicago. Weather Did you say guessers. weather guesser? Oh, my God. <laughs> she went to school, okay? She's got a degree. Yeah. yeah. She's an expert on the, the weather. Use that to light a fire. Well, the, the iPhone app. Use had, that to light a fire? Did you guys catch this earlier? The iPhone app had another hiccup in it this morning. What happened I now? sent it to Danny and uh, Carmen earlier because we're big weather watchers. Don't know if you know that. Um, for next Wednesday. How about I don't care? For next Wednesday. Uh, that was the weirdest thing. We are. We're weird. We're weird with weather watching. Wait, wait who's your in your weather watching club? It's, yeah. it's Danny, me, and Carmen. Really? We watch the sunrise, sunset, and we watch weather. Together? Together. Oh, my God. Yeah, because we're big. We hate winter, and we uh, hold on to summer. And then as the winter fades and we look forward to spring. You guys we, watch we, birds together, we too, we, don't we, you? We text the, I'm a big bird I watcher. I know you are. Yeah. Um, Next Wednesday, this morning, it had listed as the high. Big bird. 108 degrees. <laughs> well, that's what yeah. it feels like. That's but what now it they've corrected like. it to 91. So there was, Tracy's not the only one to get it, it wrong. It was today here? It, it had it listed uh, as 108. That was last week they had it. Yeah, it had a hiccup in it. And yeah. I said to them, I go, guys, could this be right? I go, has there ever really. Carmen and Danny were in a panic. Oh, my God. I go, could, has there ever been a high of 108 in Chicago? Not a heat index, but a high temperature. A real... I thought I had to I had to put something on today to walk the dog. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. It was I a little know, chilly. It was chilly. Yeah. Hey, this is what... It, the, I, I captured it on my iPhone earlier today. Wow, look at you. See? See, what, what does that say right there? 108. Wednesday, 
108 degrees. It yeah. says, uh, show this to someone who gives a rat. So are you, uh, does that mean you would, you guys, are you just a little obsessed with the forecast? Yes. Well, about the weather getting cooler eventually. And then, and then. But you, uh, want, you guys watch sunsets together? Well, we don't like the days getting shorter. Oh, so you let each other know, hey, yeah, 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 sun's yeah, already, already setting. It's already oh, dark at eight. It's You're not, not that like you guys gather chaser. together yeah. and sit on, on well, the we're, deck we're, and watch no, the sun. No, we're right. watching figuratively. Like gotcha. we're watching though for like in separate place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, we're a, we're a weather club. Okay. But you're not like weather chasers. No, we don't chase. Would you ever want to be? No, tornadoes? Yeah. No, I'll leave that to. Those people are crazy. Uh, there is a, I believe that there is a uh, tropical storm that is coming up through the Yes, Adelia. The Gulf side. Yes, I See, know. See, you're a weather watcher. I, well, I have I Only have when to, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to watch. I have now I that I have a place in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, they already oh, sent us there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Hoyland. Level one son and a place yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my Tywin <laughs> flat on my Porsche. Uh. <laughs> this is my parking spot. I don't care what it says on the wall. This is mine. <laughs> what are you talking I about? I really hate you guys sometimes. <laughs> and now All right. Don't apologize for being filthy rich. <laughs> I, I do Jeez. not apologize for being successful. You're still working. Look at you. You're still yes, working. Yeah. Exactly. She's out here grinding, grinding. making her way in yes. the world today. Yes. Takes everything you got. You know, Having I to breathe in see. what you're sending out is actually not working. Today. Not today. Yes, the air Don't quality apologize. at times in here is yeah. You worked your ass off, Peggy. I remember seeing Peggy in Cleveland working. Uh, remember that uh, hotel? What? what? Excuse me? What are you talking about? It was the Bears Hotel. Peggy was covering the team. And I had a crew there. Not just the post-game show. I think it was 2006. The Bears found a way to lose. you have a Porsche. The Bears found... The Bears found a way to lose with two late touchdowns, and one was on a Kyle Orton fumble. They lost in Cleveland yes. in 2006. Yes. Oh, was this I the Mike Brown group. we suck game? Don't you remember in the post game? Could have been. Could've was this been. at a casino? No, this Where was the hotel. The bar was still open. Me and my crew of malcontents was walking back in from Calumet oh. City. And then we saw you guys. And we had one final nightcap over at the Watchmen. Was the casino even open that I don't think then? Jack's was open at that so. point. It was 06, I believe. Yeah, I don't remember. If I remember correctly, it was, it was 05 06. or 06. Yeah, one of those two yeah. years. In that general neck yeah, of the day. Yeah, that would have been my last but year. But you were Trent still Dilfer on the grind. Was the, was the right. quarterback of Cleveland, I believe. Trent Dilfer could have been. I believe he was. But Peggy was still on the grind at that point. Yeah, you know? I was. Eking it out. Getting like uh, $72 for uh, expenses for the day, lunch, breakfast, dinner. Giving Lovey a run for his money. I I think this was early in 05 before they established themselves. Look look this up. September. And it was Mike Brown in a rant after this game. And he said, it's almost like we suck. And then next oh, thing he you got know, really mad. He got mad. And then they sort of came together. Remember, yeah. it was a team that couldn't score a lot. Mm-hmm. But then they came Welcome together to in 05 uh, later on. Because in 06, remember, they got off to a 6-0 and start. Yeah, that was the year that they were they were really good. But this was a game. This was a loss. loss. You have a great yeah. memory. Yeah, oh, it's incredible. And yeah. then he did not talk to any of us. He, I still have never talked to Mike Brown since then wow. because he was so upset. That everyone reported that when he said it's like we suck, yeah. and everyone reported, you know, Mike Brown because said we suck. suck. Yeah. So, no, I mean, the quote was, "Yeah, it's almost like we suck." 
They lost to Trent Dilfer. They lost to Trent Dilfer in the Browns. I don't even think that's that yeah. bad of a statement to me. No, like right, and he was. Harmless. He would not he, talk to us. Check the box score on that. If I've got that right here, even when he was coaching high school football, and we wanted to do a story, you know, a couple years later about him, nope. Still he clinging to that, that am, animosity. Would not talk to us. So there's a couple of those players that. Yeah, it's about 06. That's about right, Sylvie. 05. 05. Yeah. 2005, Browns beat the Bears 20 to 10. I was there. You sitting, did the tango with Lucky quite a bit, too, didn't oh, you? Oh, my. We called it the going to the uh, the principal's office. And he would pull you into the, the hall. What, what are you getting Peggy. after, Peggy? He'd get, he'd, what are you getting after? The two times that he pulled me in the office, the first time was because I rolled my eyes at one of his answers. Because oh, you knew it was crap. I didn't think he saw me. But sometimes, you know, it's just your reaction. You're right. holding your microphone, and this is a there's, you know, what, 40 other reporters there, and you're you're all standing there, and, you know, I, I kind of, like, did the eye roll, turned my head and did the eye roll. You know, something I can use, not this crap. he was not happy. Oof. Was not happy. Peggy, you tell him? I'd like to see you in the hallway. And then what'd you tell him? And but, so, but he's like, that seems like, odd dun, for... Dun, dun, dun. Did you oh, put no, him he's in not the in a position of... Oh, he was known for pulling people in the hallway, in the reporters. Chest? Don't ever call me in the hallway again. No, I'm no. I'm the boss Went here. in there and he said, I really didn't appreciate that. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, when I say something, I, I would appreciate the respect. I'm the head coach I'm, of the I'm Chicago not, Bears. I'm not rolling my I appreciate eyes. the respect. And not roll your eyes. And well, I then did, did you say to him, realize. don't say something that, no. that deserves an eye-rolling response? No. No. And another time, I laughed at something. And he didn't like was that it I funny? laughed at it. No. Was, was it a it joke? Funny? We, I really respect Lovey, and I really like him. I yeah. really, really do. Who got uh, called it, into it the most... Hard. Who got called into the most side meetings? Uh, David Haw, maybe. Haw? Really? Yeah. I think David Haw got the most, but he got called into Olin's office a lot. Oh, boy. Cruz. Oh, that's not an office you want to be in. I was scared. He'll hit you in the head with a barbell. Uh, not Brad Biggs as much, but um trying to think if there were others that were kind of just notorious How about Potsy? for her. Potsy, all right. Or oh. Potsy was youthful at the time. I. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, you know, we're all younger in 06, 05. Yeah. All of us were. Yeah. All of us were more youthful. That's a natural expression. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it had to do anything with age. It was just if they didn't like something that you reported and that they thought you were very wrong about that they would call you in. And there's they should. That that's Well, that was an eye roll, though. Have, that was an eye roll on the laugh, exactly. though. That's personal. It, not something that you're right. reporting You didn't wrong. get called in for anything. Then right. just because of the way you reacted to the stupidity that comes out of people's mouths. Yurko, the, the, the story you were alluding to, the Fred Miller, Olin Krutz, yeah. uh, FBI, FBI thing, yeah. they had a picnic. Um, they were drinking beer. They were shooting guns. Beautiful. And then a fight broke out between Olin Krutz and Fred Miller. Fred Miller. Yep. Um, and 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 Fred Miller's jaw got broken. broken. Look at yep. the reporter yeah. go. Yeah. And I think I think like a weight was thrown first um, by Fred Miller, right? Oh. And, it, and, and I think the cut happened on Olin. That's right. it. Hit Olin. And, and then Olin, I think, punched him in Gave the him face. Gave him a leather broke, shampoo. Broke his jaw. Right. And then he had to have his jaw wired shut. Thank you for making that an accurate. Giving the Tim Thank Anderson you. treatment. Where, where does that story in all the years we've covered crazy Chicago sports oh. stories, where does that one rank? Oh, gosh. 
What's uh, in the running ten? with one it? To five? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, like what, what tops that one? Is is that towards oh, the top? Is we, that at the top? Like, as far well, as salacious? I mean, you know, there was an no, upside-down Lamborghini. I was just going to say. Well, I mean, yeah, 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 the Lamborghini wait, 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 was pretty wait, wait, good. Tank Johnson Coach, and, and the guns. There's was, Coach Ditka getting pulled over, you know? Come on. Yeah, for the San Francisco was, yeah. game. Yeah. That was before. That was before that was all long. the social media and yeah. everything. And before that us, yes. I think the Tank Johnson was probably because there was a lot of... Um, What's Tank jo- Johnson doing these days? So... Oh, that's a good question. But uh, because now? there was someone, his his friend died. That was the big thing yeah. that, um, and he lied about being at the nightclub. And then cameras at the hospital showed that he was at the hospital. The wow. club, the club Rolex. Fought, and the club did not know about it. The team did not know about it in the morning when it was on all the police reports and that i think that was probably because that was doing a lot of chasing at that point um and that story obviously because he went to jail and they raided his home and uh cedric benson and the boat accident oh boy now uh, when he was when he was arrested off the boat he called me uh, after it happened, and I wrote the story on NBC about him. His first words were, I called out for my mom. I remember and that. Everyone, yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, he's no Cedric longer Benson with us. was in a motorcycle accident a couple of years ago and, and right. died. Um, I thought that, that the way that story took off was such an unfair way because people were making fun of the fact that he was yelling for his mom. And the reason he was yelling for his mom was he feared that his life. He, something was going to happen to him during the arrest. So, yeah, that, that one was pretty crazy, too. Well, what about the uh, who was uh, the former cowboy, the wide receiver who was selling drugs out of Sam his Sam Hurd. Oh, Sam, Sam Hurd. That was a good one, too. Do you know that we... He's still in jail, I, right? He is still in jail. Or did he get out? I think we had a recent update to that story. Yeah, did we, he get out the day that Cocaine Bear came out? Yeah. No way. Yeah, that that was the ironic part of it. The cocaine bear came out, and then he was released. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I hate to laugh at that, but... <laughs> Why? There was no real tragedy there. Uh, he was released from federal prison to community confinement on January 31st of 2023, this year. Wow. We've had some crazy bear stories. Oh, he was we? discharged from his sentence on February, February 23rd. 20th. That's so he's saw, totally... Yeah. yeah. Should get him on. What? Kick Sam Hurd oh, on. We've tried doing stories. I remember when I was doing the investigative stories with Channel 5 for sports, we tried getting him in his um, jail cell and no. would not talk. Nope. Would not talk. He got he got pinched at it like the Gibsons in Rosemont, right? Yes, in it the was one of those. It wasn't the Gibsons. Wasn't Gibsons? No, one of those steakhouses. One of the suburban chain steakhouses. Yes. And it was in Rosemont, right off of uh, Canfield. Was it in parking lot? In the parking yes. lot? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep, not far away from where OJ was staying at the the hotel motel over in that same area. Holiday back in. after that ugly. Maybe that maybe the craziest story is that Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's okay, former wife. That maybe is so that, messed that up. probably takes the cake. Now that like I'm trying to th- like brace that it. is really messed up. That is, <laughs> but what if really, they're in love, Peg? No, they're not. Anyone that ever watched I don't, I mean, Real Housewives of Miami 
when Larsa Pippen was on and Scotty was in the background and Scotty was so uninterested with the cameras being on him, but he, yeah. you know, the, he had to be in some because that's what they signed for. She was all about the cameras. And oh, yeah, I'm, I will tell you, she was the most boring woman on that show. She was boring. Boring. I never saw it. Neither oh did God. I. Please. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she, give me I don't know whether she's exciting or when not. When she was dating Scotty, do you remember? Uh, were you covering the Bulls then? When she was dating Scotty, we went into the Bulls locker room after a game, and there were, I don't know, how old would he have been? 30 or something? Maybe 30 years old at the time? What year was this? I don't know, but there were 30 dozen red roses in the Bulls locker room by the when the team got in the locker room after the game and it was she sent them to him for his Brenda, birthday wow. and it was so awkward in a men's locker room not 30 flowers 30, 30 dozen 30 dozen 30 dozen that's the guys have fun at his expense oh yes yeah. yes and they Look at your were doing the yeah. math quick. how much is that it's quick 360 roses yeah how many thorns well, of qu- well, it sounds like quite, quite a few. A lot. Quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's any petals on that rose. I think it's all thorns right now. Um, yeah, what do you guys have coming up? Uh, so we have we have a lot. We're going to talk to uh, Rick Sutcliffe about the big Cubs Brewers oh, series. Yeah. 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 This is the biggest uh, Cubs, the uh, Cubs series uh, probably oh. since 2019. Yeah. Eight in a row for the How Brewers. How are you going to you celebrate it? Well, I mean, if they win, it will be it will be a good night in the Silverman household. Oh, but there's uh, no celebrating oh, in Ashes Alley. <laughs> Papa's coming home. That doesn't mean it's a good night for Fly the W. The flagpole is out. That, 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 may, be, the that, that may mean that you have a bottle of wine and you're asleep by ten. That's actually right. right? Yeah, right. With no kids bothering like you. But we're going to start with bears. Obviously, like you guys did. It is a Bears Monday. The flying V. And and, and we want to talk about like what Victory matters style. and what doesn't matter to Bears fans. And there's sort of a contradiction on oh. what matters and what doesn't matter to Bears fans, depending on what happens. Yes. And I and we find it very mm-hmm. interesting. Huh. I, want one, I want a one word answer from mm-hmm. people too. How do you feel about your your Bears team heading into the regular season? Excited. Ring it up right now. How do you feel about your Bears team? One word. So you said unsettled. Unsettled is my word, and I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. I'm I'll unsettled. go with enigma. Okay. That's, okay. I'm anxious. I'm hopeful. Oh, you're still hopeful? I never would have. No. <laughs> yeah. Three, three, I'm two. hopeful, but. It's Joe, like the Joe, Christmas Joe, song. Joe, Coco. <laughs> Thank you. That's, you're the only one that got it. <laughs> Ring it up. We're, 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 uh, we're, we'll take your calls right out of the gate. 332-337. No, no, that wasn't the number. 312-332-3776. It's one of those Mondays. Somebody yes, reminded me that I once gave the phone number as 312-332-377-FAT. <laughs> yes, I, we were doing the show. I don't remember. I, I remember that. I don't know why you said it. Three seven seven fat. Yes, was your answer instead Something of must have caught your eye. Yeah, I think I was referring yes. to myself. I think I was. We were talking about the blue, and we just looked at him yeah. like we started to laugh like five seconds later. But we all looked at him. We're like, what the f did he just oh say? Three one two three three two three seven seven fat. <laughs> That we have. We don't have any White Sox highlights from the World Series in 05. 
We lost all of that. Play you it again, Miller. Three seven seven fat. We know what's important around here. <laughs> what was that? Let me hear it again. Oh my gosh. You know, three one two three three two three seven seven fat. Do you remember why you said it? I don't remember either. I have no clue. (laughs) This brain is effed up. Effed up. Oh, my gosh. All right. So one word. Give us your one word. And then uh, we we will start there. All right. Waddle and Sophie. Taking you home next. And we'll be back tomorrow. Carmen and Yurko and Peggy. All right, the Toyota National Sales Event is on. It's a great time of year to visit your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Squeeze out the last of summer in a new Tacoma, Highlander, Camry, RAV4, and more. You still have time to get to the lake in a Tacoma. Take the whole family to the cabin in a Highlander. Check out your local farmer's market in a Camry or head to the game with the kids in your RAV4. There's a Toyota for every adventure, and every Toyota comes with Toyota Care. It's a great deal. Two-year, 25,000-mile, no-cost maintenance plan that includes roadside assistance. It's a value that you can expect from Toyota. There's still time to make summer memories in a new Toyota. So visit your Chicagoland Toyota dealer like I did, or go to toyota.com today. Toyota, let's go places. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hope you had a great weekend. It is a Bears Monday. The Bears continue to make uh, cuts. Brad Biggs reporting that they have uh, just cut the wide receiver. A fountain. No surprise there. Been there. Yes, you, you have. Several times. But uh, you made a great career after that. It's a tough day for those who have poured their heart and soul into trying to make an NFL team. So, uh, but it do- And Yurko, too. It doesn't have to be the end of the road. No, though. no. You keep grinding. Um, and um, the big story, of course, was uh, Tyson Bagent looks to m- have made the team. Uh, P.J. Walker got cut yesterday, Alex Leatherwood yesterday, and we'll continue to monitor that. In one word, we want to know how you feel about the Bears. We'll get to all your phone calls, 312-332-3776. We told you about Rick Sutcliffe, our great friend. Um, He joins us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. As the Cubs have one of their biggest series in years the Red Hot uh, Milwaukee Brewers come to town. They have won eight in a row. The Cubs continue to win series. I know they were in an easy stretch, but they're doing what they're supposed to do. In the three-game sets, they win two out of three, and they just won three out of four in this latest series. And now they come home, and they look to get back into the division race. They are four games back there. They're in a wild-card playoff spot as of right now. Let's talk to Sut about that. Sut, it's been far too long. How the hell are you? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, guys. As, as you know, um, you know, our daughter back in January, the husband took off. We've been going through a nasty divorce. We've got another trial coming up here in an hour. Um, things are going really well here. Uh, six weeks ago, uh, going to a Morgan Wallen concert at, uh, here in San Diego, uh, the wife fell and broke her foot. Um, I, I have a question. I don't really need to pose it for you, Marco, but uh, for Tommy. Okay. Um, 
do you know how to turn on the washer and dryer at your house? Yes, I do. I'm actually a uh, bachelor for this entire week, so I know how to do that, Sut. I can you help know you. Where I the can thermostat you is. The thermostat, absolutely. Do you know where the electrical box is when something goes out? Oh, yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a Mr. Fix-It guy. <laughs> Man, I, I tell you what, I stand corrected. So I'm going to go in another direction here, and I'm going to echo something, Tommy, you said just a minute ago to Marco. Um, I've been there, too. Um, I remember back in the winter of 1991, I begged Larry Himes, the GM, uh, to bring me back at minimum salary with the Cubs. Uh, he wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I think it was a year later he wanted nothing to do with a guy named Greg Maddox. And, uh, mm. you know, it wasn't long after that, Gracie called him Satan in the papers. But I, I, I'm right there with you, Tommy. I've been there when uh, when they pushed you out the door, man. It's no fun. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so when you look at this current version of the Chicago Cubs, what has you most excited? Um, I would have to say, Tommy, the leadership. Um from the very beginning, um, watching, you know, th- this was the first time really that, that things were kind of back to normal. Um, we had a Cubs fan convention, which was phenomenal to, to get back together with, with the Cubs fans. Um, we had a full spring training. Sloan Park was absolutely packed. And, you know, when you say back to normal, you kind of mean like, like back to winning. Uh, Billy and Fergie, Hawk, Rhino, all those guys were in camp, and, and that hadn't been the case for a while. And I, I just think that... You know, being in those in that coach's office, being in the meetings most of the mornings, um, all of a sudden seeing Jan Gomes sitting down with the pitching coach, sitting down with the hitting coaches, and he is kind of that. And Tommy, I don't know who it was with the Bears or, or who it is now, um, but I know who it is with the Cubs right now. If there's an issue, if there's a player that's not happy, Tommy hears about it and, and, and he directs it. You know how they, they, they call it, um, you know, a coach that, you know, is supposed to take care of everything? You're not supposed to put out a fire. You're supposed to stay ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you. I, I really think the number one key was in spring training with Jan Gomes. You go back and look at last year, the second half of the year, the team was 39-31. and 31. Their ERA was off the charts. The starting rotation was outstanding. Who was the number one guy behind the plate for 90% of those games? It was Jan Gomes. And he's, he's basically doing the same thing now. Um, that he did the second half of last year. Sut, um, you know this pitching uh, inside the organization, front and back. You've told us about guys before they were guys. You told us about Dylan Cease well before the trade to the White Sox on how much you liked him. Did you ever expect that Assad would play this big of a role with this year's team? I I did not three years ago when I saw him in spring training because it it just – there wasn't enough there. I mean, he's throwing 88 to 92. And then all of a sudden, he started the drill that Chris Young and Tommy Hadovy and, and Craig Breslow, they, they start throwing a heavy ball. Um, you might remember seeing Araldus Chapman do that. He's done it throughout his career. But all of a sudden, Assad started throwing that heavy ball. And then last spring, he came to camp and was touching 96, 97. And then all of a sudden, you go, wait a minute. You know, a guy went from a prospect to a suspect. All of a sudden, he's back being a prospect again. But I'll tell you this. I mean, as much fun as we're having right now and, and talking about Cody Bellinger maybe being an MVP and all the great things going on, uh, gold gloves for Dansby and Nico, um, it all starts with starting pitching. When you go back to 2020, when the Cubs won the division, David Ross had a rotation. You go back to 15 and 16, 
there were guys, five guys, that went out there and took their turn every fifth day. This thing right now, I mean, you stop and think, what is it, 69 and 61 they are, and a few games back from Milwaukee. Where would they be without Justin Steele in that 14-3 and three record? Where would they be since the end of May? In his 13 starts, the Cubs have gone 12-1. and one. He's 8-1. and one. Um, He's 10-2 and two at home. He got us off to that great start in April when he went 4-0. and oh. He's dominated the Cardinals this year. But I really think the number one reason that the Cubs are looking at winning the division, right, things could have gone away back in May. Um, Cody Bellinger was down. He missed a month and all of that. Justin Steele is kind of the guy that all year long has held it together. Rick Sutcliffe joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. So Jordan Wick starts his first game, and it doesn't go well with the first batter, home run. And then the second batter, you're like, okay, well, what's going on here? Then the mound visit. And then the next thing you know, he's like setting a record for a rookie start or up there with the nine strikeouts. Is this who he is? Because he had Cubs fans very excited, Sut. Yeah, they, they should be excited. We've been excited since the first day we saw him in spring training. He's one of those guys that, like, uh, he, 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 you know, you have two ears and you have one mouth, and, <laughs> and he uses his ears a lot. He, he's a guy that is always down in the lab or he's down in the bullpen trying to get better. He's always had that swing and miss changeup. He, he's had enough velocity to have a separation there, but he, he's just, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways, he's, he's like Kyle Hendricks where – He's just—he's going to be smarter than 99% of the hitters, and he's going to see your swing path. He's going to see what you do, um, absolutely. And, and and I'll tell you—I'll tell you a big thing. And you guys have read it, you've seen all of this. Um, Marty Peavy, when he called him into his office, Marty Peavy's manager in AAA, who's done a phenomenal job the last several years, particularly this year. But Marty Peavy called him into the office, and he goes, "Son," <laughs> he said, "Son, you're a big leaguer," and. Come on, Tommy. Do you remember that first day? Do you remember putting on that uniform for oh, the yeah. first time? Marco, yes. Marco, you remember the first time being on the air and, and just the excitement? But when somebody tells you you're a big leaguer and you belong, um, that goes a long way. Tommy Hottaby went out there and said, you're fine, buddy. You're fine. Keep filling it up. Keep doing that. Um, and the next thing you know, who knows what we might have here in the second half of the season. So, as a pitcher, how does it change your approach Mentally and physically, when you have a defense behind you that, that the Cubs field on a nightly basis with Swanson uh, and Nico and Bellinger in center field, how does it have an impact on, on how you go about your job? Absolutely it does, Mark. That's a, great, that's a great question. And it really kind of sums up what has gone on with this rotation all year long. Uh, Marcus Stroman being an all-star, Justin Steele being an all-star, they're not going to strike out 300 guys like Spencer Strider is down in Atlanta. They're going to put the ball in play. And just, you know, I, if you think about last year, we were pretty good at shortstop with Nico Horner, right? When you, when you put Dansby Swanson's numbers there, the slugging percentage, the OPS, the defense, everything is elevated to, to the elite level. Now what happens? You put Nico over at second. You know what we had there last year? We had a revolving door. Mm-hmm. There was no defense. There was very little offense. And now all of a sudden, I, I think Nico has a chance to win not only the gold glove, but the silver slugger as well with what he's doing there. So you add all of that, you put Gomes behind home plate. And in my opinion, right now, if you had to vote for an MVP, I, I mean, it would not be Cody Bellinger. You don't know why? Because the Cubs are not leading the division. If they win that division and Cody continues doing what he does right now, 
I think he's going to go home with another MVP. Mm. Cunha's been really good, though. I mean, um, Wait, let me ask you this: I, that great question, I, and you read it all the time. Could, would the Braves win the division without him? Probably. probably. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. not. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Would, yeah. would the Dodgers win without Freddie Freeman? Yes, they did before. Uh, Mookie Betts. That's that's interesting because you know there's that run production and run prevention that the Cubs are getting out of Cody Bellinger. So, I mean, it, it's no different than, you know, when Rhino won the MVP or I won the Cy Young back in 84, it's going to come down to what you do in September. You dominate there, you're going to go home with some hardware. All right, let, me, let me ask you this. Um, this is a new game show that Waddle and I came up with. Let's spend Tom Ricketts money. Yeah! <laughs> you ready to play? Yeah, of course okay, I good. am. All right. So first of all, we're going to buy set a private jet so he can come yes. to and from Chicago right, more exactly. frequently, and then go to, go to more country shows <laughs> too for you guys, yes. right? Yeah. Um, so, are you going and standing in line with his blank check for Shohei Otani first, or are you doubling back to Bellinger and getting him done first? I'm going back to Cody. Um, I always feel like the best ability in in sports is availability. And, you know, Cody, he said it in spring training. He's 100% healthy. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, yeah, you love Otani's bat. You could find a place for him. He could DH or whatever. But you're not going to get the run prevention uh, out of Shohei Otani that you're going to get out of Cody Bellinger. And I'll tell you this, and, and, and honestly, guys, it's a lot like this. And, and I talked to Cody a little bit about it. But back in 84, at the end of the season, I got Steinbrenner. I got Ted Turner. I got, I've got everybody calling Offered me the Royals offered me the George Brett lifetime deal and all that, and all of a sudden you stop and think about it. Where where are you going to be happy? Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that Cody Bellinger has never been happier than he is right now. Um, he loves what happened in spring training uh, with hitting coach Dustin Kelly. They took a look at where his swing was. They took a look at after the injuries where what happened to it, and they found a way to fill that hole on that fastball up and in. And now he's absolutely crushing everything. He does not have a consistent hole that you can go to, which was the case back in, what was it, 18 or 19, I think it was, when he won that MVP. I love you, Sot, and I love Cody Bellinger, and I want him back. But you just said we can find a place for Shohei Otani. We can find a place, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be at the top of the rotation, from what I hear. I know, but that's true. You better be able I'm, to find a place for Shohei Otani. Like he's priority. I, but but wait, you want Cody or, or, or you want Shohei? I just told you, in my opinion, um, Shohei's not going to. I mean, with his bat, he's going to help me win some games. But you know, Cody's going to run down some of those line drives I gave up in the gap, and you know, he's also going to hit a bunch of those drives. So, in my opinion, I, I just I know what he brings to the table. He, in a lot of ways, you know, and you look at his resume, it's a lot like Chris Bryant with the Rookie of the Year and, and the MVPs and and the World Series and all the things done. But the you know how well they run their bases and that. But the one thing that, that the separator is Cody Bellinger is elite defensively at center field and first base. You know what? Chris Bryant was great at those positions because of the offense that he brought. Uh, Is there any concern? I know you mentioned, look, at some point, you know, you you have to be happy with where you're playing. Scott Boris's clients, Scott usually tells guys where they're going to be happy based on the, the offers they're getting. Do you think that he has had such a resurgence here in Chicago that he may be willing to take a little less here than he would somewhere else? 
I, you know what? If, if they win a division, and, and let's say they go deep into the playoffs, I, I don't know why he would have to take less. Okay. Um, I took a lot less when I came back, and, 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 and in my opinion, it, it's, it, 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 it's the best move that I ever made in my baseball career. Um, I, I think he'll consider that. I don't, I don't think that Scott pulls the strings for everybody. And, you know, with a lot of the young I – mean, Cody's already made enough money to live the rest of his life on. So what, what's going to make you happy? And, um, you know, those are conversations that, that Cody will not only have with Scott Boris, but he's going to have with a lot of veteran players that have been there. Um, you know, it, you just look at what Wrigley Field's all about right now. You, you look at the crowd. You look at the energy, the things that Marcus Stroman has said. Um, it's just, I mean, it, it's getting back to, you know, where it was back in the mid to late 80s, man, where it's just, it, you're not going to play in front of an empty seat on the north side of Chicago. So before we let you go, what's your prediction? Do the Cubs get in via wild card? Do they win this division? Do they not get in? What's your prediction? They get in. I, I don't know if they can win the division or not. I, I'll just be honest with you. That pitching and defense that Milwaukee brings to town, uh, I don't know how they've been scoring the runs that they have. I, I, I just think that, you know, like the, the last four-game series that the Cubs and the Brewers split, I, I think – each one of these games is going to be like that. The pitching matchup, I mean, it looks to be awesome. You've got Tyone tonight against our old buddy Wade Miley. He's been throwing the ball well. Justin against Corbin Burns. Come on, on Tuesday. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a must-see kind of game. And then, then Kyle Hendricks. I mean, you've got him coming back on Wednesday against Woodruff. Um, I, I just think back to opening day when Marcus Stroman shut him out. I mean, it'd be nice to have, have Stroh back in that rotation. I, I, I haven't been in the clubhouse for a while. I've been... You know, I'm out here doing, hey, guys, I'm doing that Charles Barkley thing. You know, you, you saw, you guys have seen him. You talked to yeah. him. You know, all, all the weight that he's lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. You dropping well, you that weight too, Sutter? Are you picking it up, the weight that Charles no, is dropping? No, no, no. I, I haven't dropped 70, but we're, we're down 15 to 20 right. right now. That's good. There but you I got to tell you, so it's going to make you laugh. So my daughter was here yesterday with the grandkids, and all of a sudden we're, t- we're talking about Charles and happy for him and all that. And she goes, Dad, do you remember the remember when he went into the uh, ring of honor in Phoenix? And I just started laughing before she said another word because Robin and I and Shelby walk in, and, I mean, it's a who's who there. It, there's Bill Russell. Uh, there's, there's Mike Tyson. There's all the Nike people, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Shelby goes over to hug Charles, and Charles looks at her and looks at me, tells the whole crowd, I hope you make your dad suffer. <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> they start laughing, right? And I go, Shelby, I'll give you $1,000 if you can touch your fingers behind Charles. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, she was probably eight inches shy of getting there. And when she, she walked away, Charles goes, you know what, buddy? He says, I've already lost 15 pounds. And I remember one of the guys saying, Charles, that's like a suitcase falling off the Queen Mary. Oh, <laughs> Oh, You're great. the best, man. Son, best to the family, buddy. Oh, yeah. I miss you guys, voice. man. Uh, you. Things yeah. are getting better on our here with the family, so uh, let's hope we do this throughout the month of October. We Amen. appreciate it, Sot. Thank Thanks, you. Sot. All the best to you guys. There you go. There's Rick Sutcliffe uh, joining us. Listen, uh, it's nice to have meaningful baseball yes, played. Yes, it is. In this city. And we are on the brink of meaningful football being played. Yes. And how, would you, how do you feel right now about your Bears? We'll talk about that on a Bears Monday next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Want to debate uh, how you feel in one word and also whether or not 
this training camp in preseason matter. What? Uh, so I'm going to get into that. I, I need a scorecard ruling. Bleck and Abdallah ultimately rule. It's their game. Who gets the point for the good question? You asked the question, but he said, good question, Marco. I think the answer is quite obvious. Marco. Not that it's meaningful, but well, it's a, who asked the question? I, I, I'm chasing who, you. Who, who, you have who a asked, big lead. Who asked the question? You did. He said, good how question, you, how Marco. Do you believe, if you were arguing this in a court of law, how do you think this would be resolved? It was uh, your question. Okay, next. He said, good question, Marco. Next. Like if they were just playing the answer, good question, Marco. He did follow that up, though, by saying to me, good question, too, then like on a follow-up. So, no, but you're, you're probably right. You, I, I think you are right. I think that's the way you score it. I, I would argue just because it is me that I should get, I should still get a point as well. Give him another point, fellas. The I, man is in desperate need of a point. Give him I, a I've point. Only, I've only got a few months left, and I've made a late You're, run. Where are you going? Huh? What do you mean you only have a few in months the game, left? In oh, the game. In the oh. game. The yearly game. Like, you have a huge lead. And then it's, uh, I'm in second, and somehow Mike Gilligan. Has, like Who's Mike, Mike Gilligan? Mike... <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Listen, I'm an open book, bro. I'm an open book. Appreciate your support. Thank My you. My bad. Oh, is he your co-host? Little for part the- of, a little part of Mike Gilligan just died. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm going to put the shovel down. I'm not going <laughs> to go in any further. You guys interview a bunch of doctors about backs and swings, and then he keeps asking medical questions, and he keeps getting good questions. Oh, Mike yeah. from CDGA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought his name was Mike something else. <laughs> I didn't know his last name was Gilligan. He's not going to be happy about that. I'm sorry, Mike. You knew he was Mike. You just didn't think it was Gilligan. I, I yeah, I didn't. I knew his first name was Mike. Sure. Let me tell you something. The pullovers as well. They're fabulous. Oh, yeah, we did. Fantastic. All right, let's, let's talk question. some Bears. It's a good question. It, it, of what we've seen or not seen from the Bears, does it matter? 332 3776. It's a good question. Thank you. That's another, not a point because you're, you're a part of the show. It's a great question. So you could say it as good much question. as you want. Don't get points. What a great question that is. Yes. Call me Marco. I like when someone calls me Marco. That's a great question, Marco. All right. No, that sounded creepy. Three three two three seven seven six. Hey, call me Marco. We'll talk Bears on a Bears Monday next.